Yes, hello and welcome to the Godfather Minute. Uh, my name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Andy Robinson. And together we're the Godfather, Godfather Minute Brothers. Brothers. I always forget that yeah, part. You'll get it. This is a podcast where we go through the entire uh, Godfather saga. Mm-hmm. Well, the movies, not not the Godfather saga project. You know, not that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. we go through the Godfather one minute at a time and discuss it in depth and uh, crack a lot of jokes about it. You're calling it a saga, Alex. Some people online are calling it a slog because of how slowly we're going through it. R- Response. Who's, who's, that's, uh, that's slander. They're, they're just exercising their First Amendment right. And that person's going to have to go before judge in the morning to show cause. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Were people really calling it a slog? No. Okay. I just wanted to see what kind of reaction that would elicit. Yeah. And now I know. I'm very thin-skinned. Yeah. You're protective of your Godfather minute. <laughs> um, I per- I personally love delaying it and having it week by week because we, we will be literally doing this for years. Yeah, we'll be in our, um, let's see, this is minute 50, uh-huh. so we'll be way into our, f- so like another 200 years. 50, what is that, about 500 hours? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Probably will be 500 mm-hmm, hours. Mm-hmm. And by then they'll probably start making more Godfather movies. So uh, it's true. Well, you're. I heard Paramount already commissioned you to write the next one. That's, That's great. I, totally forgot. I gotta get to work on that. Full artistic control. It's gonna be a uh, time travel story. Really? Tell me more about that. You know, maybe we should save that for the bonus content later on. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. So, we can uh, we can talk about all the different directions you can go in in writing the new script. Totally. Okay. Great so idea. yeah, if you want to hear us discuss that. Get a little inside peek as to what the movie, the new movie is going to be about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, go to godfatherminutes.com slash support. And maybe we'll talk about it. If based on past, if past performance did any, any indication, we will totally forget that we wanted to talk about that. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to forget that one. <laughs> okay. Never I do want to ask you a question about it, though. If you had the choice, full artistic control to either write Godfather 4, the, the film, or Godfather 1 and 2, the musical... Hmm. And you have you have full budget. You put on the Broadway show. You get at least one week on Broadway. I think only one week because you know Broadway shows come and go so quickly. I think uh, I'm going to go musical. Okay, how come? Uh, I guess just because it's such a unique thing, and that way also, if it sucks, then it'll just be forgotten about. Whereas if it's Godfather Four. It will always mm. be lumped in as like, oh, you can skip three and four because they're bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'll be, yeah. I'd rather it be forgotten than live on yeah. as a in, in infamy. I also think doing the musical, we've already written about half of it, I think. Yeah, that's if true. If you go back and listen to our bonus content, we've already come up with so much of it. This is true. Yeah. And Joey Zaza is a really good singer out here. Is he really? Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> Not Joe Mon- Montana. Is that how you say his name? Joe, yeah, Joe Montana. Not Joe Montana, but Joey Zaza. Joey Zaza. Uh huh. Was his anyway? Well, times was, was his voice singing voice dubbed in Godfather Three? I was dubbed because his voice is weak. It was weak. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you know what he should do? Rest for thirty days. <laughs> you know, I want you to eat something. <laughs>
Anyway, we're talking about minute 50. 50. Minute 50 of The Godfather. Ooh, we made, we made it. it. Who would have guessed? 5 The big 5 Yeah, what do they call this anniversary? Is it silver or gold? Let's have both. Okay. Let's, call it, let's call it the Sanka anniversary. Yes. <laughs> no, that sounds more like a 10. Sankaversary. 10. It should be something that's happening now. Like a Brodzy. I know Luca died a few episodes yeah. ago, but. Well, how about a turkey? <laughs> Yes, we were discussing minute 50, or as they say in Italian, minuto numero cinquanta. Cinquanta. That's it? That should be easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the beginning part. Do it. Uh, minuto numero cinquatra? Cinquanta. Cinquanta. That's it. Cinquanta. 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 Yeah. You got it. Hmm. All right. Start to put the think of what you learned earlier. Five is is uh, cinque. Yeah, it's the second part that's throwing cinque, me off. Cinquanta. Quanta makes uh-huh. me think of four because it's like qua. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But you it's know, a little different, and it's probably more like qual quantity rather than. Oh yeah, rather than this is a, this is a this is an anniversary of quantity. Think of it that <laughs> that's way. True. Cinquanta. That's what you're supposed to do oh. for the fiftieth. You're supposed to give quantity as your <laughs> as your gift, the wedding gift. Wait, didn't Salazzo offer uh, Luca Brazzi fifty thousand dollars? Yeah. So we probably heard that, like cinquanta mille or whatever thousand. Oh, is. I wonder. So hmm, let's go yeah, back let's, and check that out. Unless they have a slang for it or something. Yeah, that's a, that's Maybe, a good. Yeah. Let's go back into a special edition of that minute of all the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a quiz for you, Alex. <laughs> I got to get okay. you back for last week's quiz. You totally aced that quiz. Oh, I definitely didn't ace it, but uh, I did okay. Um, so minute fifty. Uh, what this this is what happens in minute fifty. Um, Sonny gets a call from the Turk. Who tells him that uh, they've kidnapped Tom Hagen and they'll be releasing him in three hours? Mm-hmm. The then the Don. Uh, did he say? Does he say the Don is dead? No, I don't think so. He just says uh, no. Um, yeah, and so then he um, he tells uh, Sonny, "Okay, we'll release him in three hours." Then we cut to the Turk and Tom having a little chit chat about goings on, and it ends with. Um, uh, the Turk revealing that about an hour after they picked up Tom, they killed the Godfather. They mm. killed the titular Godfather. That's what Salazzo says. Right. Yeah. That's what you say. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what you got for me? Well, I the first thing I I this always stuck in my memory of when I'm watching this is the the weirdness of Sonny writing down eight thirty. Yeah, on the cabinet, you know, with pencil. There's such a oh, is, is that what he wrote? Eight thirty. I knew he wrote the time, but yeah, eight yeah. thirty. And so I'm guessing because he says, "Oh, he'll be out in three hours." Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's five thirty when this happened. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be out in three hours. And uh, so, just, why did he write it in the cabinet? I guess. Well, I think it's definitely what stands out in this minute. We're probably going to be talking <laughs> about that the most. Yeah, uh, it just seemed like a place of opportunity to write. There was no paper. It was urgent. Yeah. But there were some things on the wall. There's a little... Like, well, there's a uh, little like... Yeah, there's some papers. And, yeah. And, uh, that's what's weird about it. It's like there's scratch paper literally right next to where mm-hmm. he's, he's writing. But, uh, you know, that's sunny for you. Yeah. Is that is that uh, sort of uh, flashback? Uh, flashback <laughs> of Sonny <laughs> writing on desks in schools. I don't... I didn't get the sense that he's really... He was a good school. A yeah, good student. A good school student. Well, he went to school to get stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just I like maybe that's that. where he's used to writing. That's my point. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So he's writing so, all over the walls. Yeah, I was gonna say you go over his house and there's like <laughs> shopping lists and the, his diary <laughs> yeah. written down in one corner of the room. On one wall is uh, Pop should have taken the deal. <laughs> and then he comes over to visit. And it's all awkward because he sees her right there. Uh, stupid, <laughs> stupid Pop should have taken the deal. They you, actually, you've got to forgive my children. They write when they should refrain from writing. <laughs> That's that's how Salato knew. Salato had a spy, maybe mm-hmm. a, a cleaning person who saw the, the literally the writing on the wall. Sonny was hot for my deal, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, I thought he literally wrote it on the desk right after he said it. Wrote down, oh, like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Underline, 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 underline. <laughs> Note to self, tell Pop to take the deal. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's interesting how he writes on the counter. Do you think it's still there? That writing. Oh, boy. Um, that Man, that's cinematic history. You don't refinish those cabinets. Yeah, they probably put like a little frame around it. I thought you meant in the movie, in the movie world. Like, it, if, oh, if okay. you know, if uh, later on in the movie, out, Mikey came in to get some cups, would the thing still be on the, mm. on there, yeah. on the number? On the, I can on the see, count. I can see Hyman Roth visiting the the house and seeing it and say, oh five thirty. That's when they that's when they were gonna release Tom Hagen because they <laughs> talked to him about the assassination of your father. You just want to nostalgic. say your father. <laughs> well, I was trying to. <laughs> when Diamondoff yeah. gets all nostalgic, yeah, that's true. He's always later. Uh, <laughs> he seems like he'd be into museums. You think? Maybe. Yeah. History, culture. Yeah. But then again, he doesn't like anyone. He, he doesn't like non-English speaking doctors. So there's a touch of uh, yeah, touch of. Uh, it, it's also such an interesting character. It, it's a memorable thing, and it's a like a characteristic that he wrote it on the cabinet. Yeah, it's a, it's a good little detail. Have you ever written something somewhere, like a, a non-conventional place, to write something because you needed to, or for some other reason? Um, I've written on a lot of desks. Okay like tables and stuff in, in my school when you're in high school oh my when i was high school i used to you know uh doodle all over desks and mm-hmm. stuff like that and uh, that was sort of the early social networking because i would like draw a picture of the desk and then like come in the next day and see if people had written stuff about it you know oh yeah do you remember that work. writing notes on your desk right, and like yeah. you'd come in every day and you'd like have a conversation <laughs> with someone you didn't even know who it was it's an ongoing dialogue <laughs> and there's a bit of anonymity too so yeah. you could Kind of say whatever you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, on my drawing table now, I, I I frequently, if I have like an idea for something and I want to sketch it out mm-hmm. rather than get paper out, I'll just sketch it right on my drawing board. Like, really? Like just as like a quick little, or if I'm like, oh, I got to remember this name or something, I'll write it right on my oh, drawing okay. board. So, uh, but you can, er- is it pencil and you can erase it later? I theoretically or could. either that or you go through a lot of drawing tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, crumble it up, throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> no, it just gets very smudged. Eventually, it just winds up getting smudged, and oh, okay. so the drawing table just has kind of like a gray sheen about mm. the part where I work. So, well, what kinds of things? I don't mean to ask too many personal questions, but our right. readers want to know who you are. <laughs> what kinds of things do you remember writing in high school on desks? Oh, I don't know. Is it typical high school stuff like uh, like, like Eddie from Iron Maiden? Party, party, rock and roll. Drink Picardi, Shirty. smoke a bowl. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Cartoons, I guess. Just different characters. Yeah. I, I think I wrote stuff too. Like, mm-hmm. 
but I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to guess now, it'd be something like school sucks or something clever yeah. like that. But with uh, an X, <laughs> yeah, S X O O L S U X. Use as much. It was the eighties. You, you yeah. use the X's as much as possible. Yeah. Um. Anything else about that cabinet? Oh, whoa, sorry. My question was: Do you think that that drawing, that time, that Sonny, that James Kahn wrote, is still on that actual cabinet? No, I'm going to say no. Do you think that whole thing's been redone? I'm going to guess that that actually is a set. Mm, okay. That this that the I think a lot of the interiors were filmed on sets. Mm, okay. So they so they, it wasn't like they filmed it in a real house or anything. Yeah. So I mean, maybe they held on to it as like a. Uh, I would love it if the Godfather Museum. Well, obviously, I, uh, obviously we would love that. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to like each room, they recreate. Like as you're oh, walking yeah. through, each room is a recreation of. Uh, you know what? On an upcoming bonus episode, let's talk about if there were a virtual experience, mm-hmm. like a Disneyland. Yeah. Like what would the virtual Godfather experience right. be like? What character would they have? Could you choose to be? Yeah. Okay. Write that down. How about that? We'll write do that. that. Write okay. that. Let me write that what down. What was our because, other bonus? Write that down on the cabinet so we remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, the other one, because you said we'd forget, is time traveling. Oh, the other, the script for Godfather 4. What are all the directions? Yeah. Um, I only have one other thing to say about this, uh, the scene with Sonny. Okay. And it's not even that specific to this uh, minute, but uh, the baby that, uh, that, uh, what's her name? Sandra. Sandra is holding. Mm -hmm. Um, My research indicates that that is Santino Jr. Okay. The character. The the baby there that they're holding. Okay. uh, Assuming uh, he's still alive, he's seventy. That baby is now seventy-three years old. Oh wow! Is that crazy? Yeah. Um, but uh, so on the Godfather wiki, I guess this character uh, is in the Godfather Returns or one of the other novels that was written later oh, on. Okay, and uh, he did not go into the family business. He All became right. a dentist. Hmm. And. Um, the funny part is, like, they used to call him, when he was a baby, when he was a little kid, they called him Sandy. Mm-hmm. But then once he got older, he refused to uh, answer to anything other than Chip. How so, come? I don't, I don't have to read the book. Oh, now, but okay. I think it's a funny name for a dentist, though, Chip. Definitely, like a chip tooth, you <laughs> yeah. mean? Yeah. So, Chip, chip Corleone. Chip That's Corleone. Good, Wait, That's very a, American sounding. Yeah. Here's a question. Is it, do you say Corleone or Corleone? Boy, you know, I think I switched back and forth. Because the Turk just said Corleone in that yeah. clip. And you would I, think the Turk, being a Sicilian, would know. That's probably the correct pronunciation. I think the Dali also says that oh, when Corleone keep... consolidates power, how yeah. how will we know he will share the resources? And we know... <laughs> that's uh, not what he said. But... We know uh, Senator Geary calls him Cor- Corleone. What is he called? Cor- Corleone. Corleone. Yeah. Does, he, does he still eat? Anyway, but uh, we'll have to keep an ear out for that. Who says it which yeah. way? So, uh, well, pretty soon we're going to have... A, Chip a, Corleone. We're going to have a guest speaker on our show, my friend Peter Crucci from New York, and he is an Italian and Latin scholar. Hmm. So he'll be able to straighten that out. Wow. Like we have to wait for a, a specialist to come and <laughs> learn how to pronounce that. Hey, going back to the cabinet. Yeah. One other thing about it. I have one other thing too. Oh, about the cabinet? Yeah, well, not specifically about the cabinet, but that part of the sea, that, okay. that part of the minute. I realized that in this context, Santino wrote on the cabinet because it was urgent. But what are some other scenarios in which he would write on a cabinet or wouldn't? Because it seems like the normal response if someone called me, like, oh, Sandra, get get me some paper. Yeah. 
So what rises to the threshold of immediately writing on a, on a cabinet? Well, I guess he's under a lot of hot, I guess he's under a lot of very emotional state. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he, he wants to write it down before he, his memory, you know, mis- mixes it up or something. What if Tom had called and said, Hey, you're, um, uh, the, the Turk wants to meet with you and pop tomorrow. No, I don't think he, he would wouldn't have written on the cabinet. I don't think he would. What if he said, Hey, Lucy, I need you to call her back at this number right away. Would he write down the number? Well, but if there were in paper there, would he write it on the cabinet or would he pause and get paper? Is that urgent enough for him to get paper? No, I would say no. He would not write it on the cabinet? Well, just because Sonny's like a womanizer. So to yeah. him, he's not like, oh, I got to hurry up and call this lady back. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, yeah, forget about it. She'll call me. If she yeah, that's true, yeah. I guess so. he probably doesn't want to leave her number on the cabinet. Oh, yeah, it's too, probably, another, <laughs> it's probably <laughs> another reason. Yeah. So, uh, Go see. Uh, I feel like in olden days, people used to write numbers on walls more often. Really? Because aren't there a bunch of songs that say leave your, like, isn't that that um, Beatles song? If I needed someone, it says leave, carve your number on my wall. And Which song is that? Um Carve your number on my Carve wall. your number on my wall and maybe you will get a call from oh, me. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, there's if another I song need, also. Is that If I Needed Someone? Yeah, If I Needed mm-hmm. Someone. And there's another song by Chuck <gasps> Berry song, Memphis, Tennessee, that mentions someone took a message and wrote the number on the wall. Oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a <laughs> But I got the sense that those, those are graffiti, mm-hmm. right? And so it's more... Well, George Harrison says, carve, carve your number on my wall. Oh, boy. Not like the wall of the, not like yeah. the wall of the, uh, the, the soda yeah. shop. And car- <laughs> the fish and chips yeah, store. That, oh, yeah, that was in Hey Jude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, when uh, and carving it in your wall is permanent, maybe that's the point. So it's very labor intensive. George Harrison <laughs> really wants that girl to earn the, the <laughs> call back from George. He's going to say, I'll call her. He says, maybe you will get a call from me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Depending on your craftsmanship, we'll bring in the Turk to to assess your, uh, your carving skills. That's great. Did you have anything else about the cabinet, Alex? Uh, no, something else about that scene. Can okay, I, can yeah. I, uh, I thought it was a great bit of characterization where the Turks like uh, don't lose their famous temporaries, temporary years. Yeah, which is a good, uh, a good uh, little detail. And in uh, his tone of voice, he's definitely prodding Sonny. He's yeah, and the poking great, fun at him. The part I thought was really uh, clever was that that um, is that he says, "Oh, Tom will be you know wait for wait for Tom, hear him out," and. Um, and don't lose that famous temporary years. Mm-hmm. And then he says, he says, I'll wait. And uh, so when he's saying I'll wait, does he mean he'll wait for Tom or he'll wait to lose his temper? Like, I'm going to lose oh, my temper. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm, I'm making a note of this. Like, I'll wait. You know, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to get you. It's just right now. You know, I'm gonna, I thought that was kind of a. Oh, neat. I hadn't thought of it that yeah. way. So because I was thinking, well, yeah. Sonny takes this really well, considering. Yeah, but uh, I know it's, when you really think about his character, it's amazing. He doesn't pick up the phone and just start laying in. But I guess he has Tom Hagen, so he doesn't want to risk Tom's life. I, you know, so I guess that's the thing I keep I keep in my head. I think of Sonny as like this Yosemite Sam type character, where he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. flies up <laughs> flies up the handle at the at the uh, drop uh-huh. of a hat. But I guess he's not like a total like nutcase. Yeah. He's just just hot headed. He just talks when he should listen. <laughs> he's yeah, spoiled. It's because he gets spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that is all I have for uh, the cabinet scene. Me too. All right. So should we uh, yeah. join up with Tom and the Turk? Mm-hmm. Back- New morning crew. Back- Tom and the Turk. <laughs> Tom and the Turk. <laughs>
So what do you got for this part? Um, it's a very short chunk of that. Yeah, well, most of the minute is in the kitchen with Sonny when he takes the phone call from Salazzo. The minute's in the kitchen with mm-hmm. Sonny. So um, there is a difference between the book and the movie in this next part. Oh yeah, what's the, the book is different than the movie? Just slight, just a pinch different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. In the book, Puzo writes that they go, that Salato brings Hagen into a basement apartment. But in the script, at least the one that I have access to, says they're in an abandoned diner. An abandoned diner. That's Is that what I, you uh, read too? That's what, uh, you can kind of see it if you look, If it's very dark yeah. in the room, but you can kind of see that there's like booths. It's one of those like, uh, like that looks like a train car type yeah. diners. Mm-hmm. You know, those classic yeah. old school ones, so. A nice little uh it's a, it's a more interesting set than i guess a basement apartment yeah but uh, it's not like you can really see it I, I i this is the first time i even noticed where they were i always thought it took place in the car for some reason oh you didn't think they were in a building yeah because the background doesn't even really matter you know <laughs> what i mean so like they could be anywhere well they originally put hagen in the car yeah that, that's what i think in my head it kind of just they don't even get out but you want me to read a little bit from the book about that? Oh, I would love it. Uh, there's a little bit more in the next minute, but there's there's some context here. Mm-hmm. Counting the driver, this is right when they pick up Hagen. Mm-hmm. Counting the driver, there were four men in the car with Hagen. They put him in the back seat in the middle of the two men who had come up behind him in the street. Salazzo sat up front. The man on Hagen's right reached over across his body and tilted Hagen's hat over his eyes so that he could not see. Don't even move your pinky, he said. Wait a minute. How many people are in the car? There were four men in the car with Hagen. So oh, with not, Hagen. Okay, with Hagen, got it. Yeah. Got it, okay. It was a short ride, not more than 20 minutes, and when they got out of the car, Hagen could not, could not recognize the neighborhood because darkness had fallen. They led him into a basement apartment and made him sit on a straight-backed kitchen chair. Salazzo <laughs> sat across the kitchen table from him. His dark face had a peculiarly vulturine look. I don't want you to be afraid, he said. I know you're not into the muscle end of the family. Oh, this I, is all tomorrow stuff. Not tomorrow. This is all next week stuff. No, no. I think he already said that. Oh, okay. Yeah, when they first brought him in there. I want you to help the, I want you to help the Corleones, and I want you to help me. Oh, there. Yeah. And then I've got stuff for future minutes. Okay. So they are in a basement apartment, but they started in, in a car 20 minutes from where they picked him up, and that was from Midtown. Hmm. They picked him up in Midtown. 20 minutes don't get you real far during the holidays yeah. around rush hour. That's true. So, so they're like probably like the three doors down from the, <laughs> yeah. uh, from the uh, hobby shop. Maybe they're in the basement of the hobby shop <laughs> just to throw them off. Uh, so in the book, does it say, does Sonny receive the call in the kitchen? He does. I'd have to go back and look for it. I just think it's funny that they're both in kitchens calling each other. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, some fantastic lighting in this scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't notice what is supposed to make it. Lighting is clearly below them. So it, Oh, I thought you meant in the kitchen. It's fantastic light in the kitchen. <laughs> it's kitchen? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not sunny in that kitchen. <laughs> um, yeah, the lighting is really cool. You yeah. just pretty much just see their faces. Yeah, like, yeah, and lit from below, which is the most uh, kind of dramatic way to uh, to light. When I see that, it almost looks like they're around a campfire. Yeah. Especially because they're drinking these, looks like warm drinks and it's mm-hmm. crisp, it's a uh, winter time. So they're, that's true. It's definitely cold. They seem to be dressed and sort of huddled up. Not so cold that you can see their breath. Apparently. That's right. Yeah. But is that, do you think that was, uh, if this was the modern times, would they put that in with CGI oh. or is it supposed to be a, above that temperature where it's, yeah. it'd certainly be a, a cool detail, especially with that lighting, you know, having that, that like, you know, yeah, essentially smoke coming out of everyone's mouth, or maybe have it have Salazzo's breath being showed, but not Hagen's. Hagen doesn't do much talking anyway. Yeah, but sort of um, Salazzo rep- being represented like devil, evil. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The great lighting in this scene. Great lighting. Yeah. Um, there was a deleted scene around this time mm. of, and we touched on this a bit last week of. Uh, of uh sunny talking telling mama that uh that Vito had been shot mm, so okay. uh, i think it's one of the scenes that uh that uh what's it like i don't remember having seen that i don't remember seeing it either yeah i don't oh. remember uh i've have you watched have you watched any of those you know the godfather this, saga or the godfather epic or the godfather I, chronicle mm-hmm. i've watched the saga a couple uh-huh. times but not since starting this podcast and mm-hmm. so i'm not definitely not up on all of the deleted scenes yeah we should probably do that since we're doing a yeah. podcast about it. yeah <laughs> might make sense yeah so, so he tells mama yeah and so. mama's been through this because as we talked about last week Vito was shot five years five years ago 10 years 10 ago, years ago 1938 yeah. So, so eight years, eight seven years, years ago. Ago. <laughs> split the difference. <laughs> split the difference. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, in next week, I'll, there's another uh, lengthy deleted scene. Maybe we'll watch it before next oh, week's yeah. episode. Yeah, neat. where it's Sunny talking to Mama, and then mm-hmm. like, uh, then they find out that Paulie's the rat. That's and, right, and stuff. So yeah. we'll watch those before we before we watch yeah. the next week's episode. Neat. Um, that's all I have for minute fifty. That's all I have too. Sort of a again another transition minute. Yeah. Do you want to? So, as such, do you want to rate it? Yeah, I'm going to. Sunny writes on the cabinet. Salazzo talks a little bit to Hagen. I'm going two. I'll say two also. Yeah. I think it's going to be fascinating uh, to have this plotted, have the movie plotted out like on a graph yeah. to see where the, where the where our ranking of the movie yeah. goes as, as time goes on. Uh, would surprise me if there were more fives towards the end than. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the oh, the wedding had a ton of. Well, anytime yeah. you have Brando, it's yeah, gonna, I yeah. think early in the movie you get a lot of fives. Yeah, hmm, maybe yeah. not so many in the. Yeah, have you we talked about in Godfather Two? Do you prefer the modern stuff or the old New York stuff? I definitely prefer the modern. stuff. I prefer the modern stuff yeah, too. Cuba, yeah, I love the Cuba scenes. Uh, I also think because there's so many, there's so much more dialogue. And obviously, clearly, yeah. we love quoting lines, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. whereas the other, the the early, uh, the the New York years, you know, Don Corleone, uh, Vito Corleone, I guess as he's known, then barely mm-hmm. speaks in it. So yeah, yeah, 
He talks even more raspy yeah, he really than, than does. adult uh, <laughs> than the grown up. Uh, yeah. Clemenza is a good character in those flashbacks. Yeah. He does a lot more talking, I think. Yeah, that's true. And of course, the flashback says, Mama, <laughs> Mama Mia. <laughs> um, you, oh, think, I, you think we'll get to Godfather 2? We talk enough about it. Yes. I think we'll get there. We'll get there, probably. Yeah. The thing is, I think we'll have said everything we have to say about it. I know. Time. I'm just looking forward to watching it. We can probably just go back to our previous podcast and mm-hmm. copy and paste little chunks to assemble the whole Godfather 2 podcast. We'll have a computer just go oh, through it, yeah. create an algorithm. Artificial intelligence. We'll have the robots do it. Artificial the intelligence. intelligence. That's and it. that's what we'll talk about on the bonus content Bo- today. <laughs> I mean, maybe not now, maybe 10 years from now. Oh. <laughs> So we were going to talk about the your new script, the Godfather Four script. Yes, that's right. right. Yep. Okay. Well, no, no. Well, the oh yeah, the, the script. We're, we're not doing the musical. We're doing the. You, you chose the script. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, all right. So um, we'll be joining uh, up again for that in a couple of minutes. In stick the, around. Yeah, just stick around. Hold How on. do people access the support page, Alex? They go to God uh, HTTP mm-hmm. colon or oh, HTTPS. Oh, I don't know. Okay, that's the secure one, I think. Oh, no, ours is definitely not secure. Okay. If you go in there, you're going to get fished. You're going to get in honor of Ava Goda. You've been fished. (laughs) You've been fished by by Sally Tessio. Sally Tessio. (laughs) I'm going to have a character in one of my stories named Sal, like a girl named Sally Tessio. See if anyone gets it. You've been fished. It shows Ava Goda's face (laughs) eating an orange. All right, uh, until then. No, no, sorry. It show, you've been fished, and it shows it shows Ava Goda or Sal Tessio dancing, and your picture superimposed onto the little girl's face who's dancing on his feet oh, from man. the wedding scene. You've been that, fished. You've been fished. That's how strong the artificial intelligence phishing scam is. <laughs> yeah, so, so it would be an unsecured site, HTTP mm-hmm. colon slash slash www.godfatherminute.com slash support. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Until then, leave Leave the the gun gun and take take the the cannoli. cannoli.